Hey, welcome to International Solidarity Movement Podcast. يلا اهلا وسهلا بكم في اذاعه حاكه التضامن الدوليه فلسطين. Hello and welcome to the second episode of the International Solidarity Movement Podcast. My name is Hazel and I'm happy to be joining you today. So, this interview is with Ghassem Hamad Tahan, who's Felahin, which is basically translatable to being a land worker, a peasant, or a traditional farmer, in the village of Mafakara, in Masafayata, in the South Hebron Hills. We spent some time in Mafakara as part of ISM's work to be a presence in case of demolitions or attack by the occupying forces. We got to join in with some of the traditional work Ghassem and his family do day to day, which involves looking after a herd of goats, donkeys, chickens, and other animals, building, as well as being shown how to bake sweets by the younger people in the family. We recorded this episode sat in Gassam's family home. Some of the children can be heard in the background at different points, whispering and bringing tea, and we also left Gassam's full answers to our questions in Arabic in the podcast, so that English and Arabic speakers can listen. The valleys and hills of Masafayata were ruled a closed military zone called Firing Zone 918 in the 1980s. This is an Israeli state ruling that claims the area was supposedly uninhabited and therefore can be used for the occupying forces' military practice, despite the fact Palestinians have been living and working in the region for many, many generations with traditional ways of life, like living in caves, shepherding and subsistence farming, sometimes semi-nomadically. The occupying state has violently tried to force families out of the area for decades, This has been done through legal rulings in the courts, supporting settler violence and settlement expansion, and by carrying out demolitions of Palestinian homes and property. Now, the residents of the firing zone are under a renewed imminent threat of eviction. Gassam told us how the experience he had growing up is different to those of his children and grandchildren, and about his dedication to steadfastly staying on the land. Today we're in the village Mufakara, which is in Musafayata, in the firing zone 918, and we're interviewing Gassim Hamad Tahan about his experiences living under the occupation and the resistance. So yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Um, I'm just going to pass over and ask you to just introduce yourself and your family and uh, maybe the history of the village um, and just say a bit day to day like what it's like living here. حياتك هي تحت الاحتلال وكيف المعنى اليومي بالنسبه لك انت عايش في مفقره تحت يعني منطقه اطلاق النار لانها تحت قاسم محمد طحان من خربه المفقره الوضع اللي احنا عايشين فيه اليوم من ناحيه الاستيطان والاحتلال هو وضع يعني رعب وخوف وقلق كنا في الأول يعني عايشين بدون ولا أي نوع من هذه الأنواع اليوم في أي لحظة الواحد بتوقع هجوم المستوطنين جرفات من الاحتلال لهدم البيوت اختراط مستمر عندنا في المناطق يعني وضعنا من جميع الأنواع غير مستتب اسمي محمد قاسم محمد طحان from Fakra Village About his daily life here, it's really uh, about fearing and uh, like scary day. Like in any moment, he feels that he will be uh, killed or arrested. So the fear and the worries every day in his, his uh, 
his heart and about his small children, his sons, and about his house. So, like, from all of the sides of that, his life is, like, surrounded of fear and uh, worries. Like, before the 80s, before the, even the occupation uh, came to the to Masafariyata area, it was, like, in a good life, safe life. We were, like, really having, like, a good life with their, like, families, no no uh, threats on them. So, like, he said, like, his all his life is surrounded with what is now and fear from expelled or convicted or killed or arrested even. And is it possible for you to say a bit more about what it's like day to day? He's fellahin, so he's like a farmer, he's living with the land. Is it possible to talk a bit about that connection with the land and maybe how it has been in the past and also how it is now? But what does the land like mean for him? إذا تقدر تحكي لنا عن يعني حياتك اليومية يعني كأنك فلاح والرابط بربطك بأرضك كيف يعني تحكي لنا عن هذا الشمولك يعني كيف كانت قبل ما يجوا الاحتلال علينا وبعد ما عاد كيف صار كيف كانت حياتك في الزراعة وفي الفلاحة وبعد ما عاد الاحتلال احنا كنا في الايام الماضيه قبل ما يجي الاحتلال وقبل ما المستوطنين هذول تيجي خبط معون وافيقال كنا نسرح مع الغنم وين ما بدنا نحرث نحصد نزرع نقيم ما حدا يلو عندنا اليوم اذا رحنا نحرث الجيش بضاعت ورانا ممنوع تحرث اذا صرحنا بالغنم المستوطن بضاعت ورانا ممنوع تصرح عليه فالوضع تغير يعني كليا للاول كنا في امان وين ما كان نروح ونيجي لكن اليوم الواحد قبل ما يطلع من باب الدار بيبقى عامل حساب يا اما للمستوطن يا اما للجيش من كثر المنع اللي صار والذياق اللي صار علينا في مسافر يط فاحنا بنطالب يعني في جميع الدول الوقفه في جنب مسافر يط لحمايه سكان مسافر يط احنا ناس فلاحين لا ان في السياسي ولا ان في اي نوع من الانواع احنا ان نحرث ونزرع ونقلع ونقوم بغنمنا تربات المواشي وهذا حياتنا احنا ما ان لا في سياسات ولا ان في احزاب ولا ان في اي نوع من الانواع فلذلك احنا ان الحق نعيش كيف عايش ابي قال كيف عايش خفات معون لازم احنا كمان نعيش عندهم مدارس عندهم بنيه تحتيه عندهم شوارع عندهم كهرباء احنا ممنوع نطلع من الطيران اللي هنا الكهوف اللي على زمان جدود جدودنا اللي بيطلع من الكهف وبره لو نصب خيمي بهدوها لو نصب له اي شيء يطلع يشوف الفضاء بره ممنوع فهم ببنوا بعلوا احنا ممنوع علينا فاحنا نطالب نعيش زينا زيهم هيز لايف از ا فارمر واز بيفور ذا اوكيبيشن رايت ذا ساتلرز اند ذا هاسمنت هابن هي واز دي لايك هافينج ا فيري جود لايف لايك going with their sheep everywhere. No one can prevent them to reach the, their like land. They plow the land, farm it, and harvest it. So they were like really having a, a simple life, living in uh, caves and some tents and some like what they can put in the past. There was nothing like services only like came to them. So uh, after the occupation arrived, the, the, the confiscating of the land, preventing the people to reach their, la- to their land and uh, even the settler harassment on the farmers and all the, all the shepherds that was, they were killing the sheep during, they were like, 
shipping with their sheep, the settler came and killed some sheep and, you know, threatening them. So this time, like, it was really something, uh, it scared them and it prevented them to go because they will, they will risk their life for that. So, like, he was asking, like, for all of the countries to stand with them because they are simple farmers, they want to have their simple life, they want to live as the settler who is living in the illegal outpost that established in the Palestinian land, that they have all of the human services, they want to live like them. Not like if you want to go, if you want to build an assembled tent to live in, like to go out from the cave and to live in a simple house or a tent, then immediately they will, they will demolish it and confiscate it. So we, learn, we ask just for like a simple life with a safe, with no threats on his. Uh, I want to ask him also about, uh, about his connection with the land. Uh, if you talk about how uh, you can be أرضي في حدا بفرط في أرض الأرض والأرض واحد وهذه أرضنا ما بنقدر نفرط فيها لأنه هذه ورثناها جد عن جد عن جد عن جد يعني جدي أخذها من أبوه وأبوه أخذها من جدي وأنا أخذتها من أبوي ما بقدر أفرط فيها وهذه أرضي من يوم الله خلقني وأنا عايش فيها وين أروح يعني من أرضي ما بتحرك لو شو ما سووا بنرجع على الكروف لكن ما بنسيبه so his land, like, the thing that cannot, like, lost it. So he just take it from his grandfather, his grandfather take it from his grandparents also. So this, like, and the land just <coughs> came for him now, from his father. So now he's, like, he cannot he have, like, the connection between him he, he and the land that he cannot, like, lift it. And, he, you know, he, he, he can pay any price in order to not, like, lift his land. And even if he will back to live in the caves, and any threats on him, he will just stay in his land because there is no other way to go. So we also mentioned that this is a firing zone and I was wondering if you could explain a bit about what that means because the people who are listening be coming internationally, they won't necessarily know what are the conditions, what legally does it mean and what does it really mean for the people living here. Um, so if you could explain a bit about that, it would be amazing. <laughs> وإحنا بالنسبة لنا هذا كعذر اخترعوا الاحتلال وكسياسي إنه هجر الحين هم يعني بيسمعوا صوت هذا الناس الأوروبيين والدول الثانية فهم بيعرفوش شو يعني شو يعني بصير حوالينا فإذا بتقدر تشرح لهم شو بصير شو يعني كيف سياسات تستخدمها تستخدمها الاحتلال إنه يضغط علينا ويرحلنا من الأرض يعني شو الطريقة اللي بيستخدمها؟ آه يعني إيش رحنا شوي عن المنطقة إطلاق النار هذا إعلانها إعلان المسافريات الطبيعية مسافريات طا من من وقت احتلال ال 67 واحنا في مسافريات فالجيش اليوم جاي يعني مناطق مسكونه ومناطق سكنيه بعلن منطقه اطلاق نار منطقه عسكريه مغلقه وبيضيق على الناس ممنوع تتحرك ممنوع تروح ممنوع تيجي مشان العالم مع الذيق والضغط تسيب ارضها وتطلع فالعالم يعني لما تطلع وانت تروح إحنا من يوم الله خلقنا وإحنا في البلاد هذه وعندنا الغنم وعندنا حياتنا بس لفلاحة ولزراعة وغير الإشي هذا إحنا ما عمرنا اشتغلنا ولا بنشتغل وأرضنا بنفلحها وبنراعي غنمنا وما في محل غير المحل هذا ما فيش لنا بديل وأرضنا ما بنتنازل عنها بس سهولي يضغط يعلن منطقة إطلاق نار يعني في الأيام الأخيرة الدبابي يعني وين في دول العالم كله الجيش يتدرب في وسط العالم في وسط السكان 
يضرب قنابل بالدبابي اطفال صغار عجايز اه ختياريه يسوي اصوات مزعجه مشان يزعج الناس ويضايق الناس اللي الناس تيأس وتطلع لكن احنا بنقول مهما عمل الاحتلال ومهما ضغط ومهما سوى احنا من ارضنا ما بنتزحزح وبنطالب في جميع الدول الوقفه وتغيير الوضع اللي احنا فيه بالنسبه لمنطقه اطلاق النار ومنطقه عسكريه لانه اذا في بايدوا هذول الدول في العصر اللي احنا اليوم احنا في عصر 2022 وين في اليوم في عصر السلام في تهجير جديد في استسلام في احتلال يعني احنا اليوم قاعدين من كثر ما بنسمع بنقول احنا لقدام لازم يكون الوضع احسن ولازم نعيش في رفاهيه اكثر لكن احنا ب... انا بطلع اليوم احنا في 2022 واسرائيل قاعده بدها تسوي تهجير جديد ل 12 خربي في مسافه يط وهذا اللي احنا بنطالب فيه وبدنا الكل يقف معنا في جانب مسافه يطه اللي تثبت ارضنا ويرفع جيش اسرائيلي ايده عن الارض ويلغي قرار منطقه عسكريه ومنطقه اطلاق نار مشان نعيش كيف كنا عايشين في الايام الماضيه وهذا الم... since since the 67 when the israeli occupation was like occupied the west bank and until he reached the safariyat in the 80s he announced the safariyat as a closed military zone and from this like they use this excuse to to store still more lands and expand more settlements and he settled the settler in in order because the settler one of the tools that the occupation used to harass the Palestinian and to make them feel like scared and fear to rent their lands. So since like, you know, then this like a police that, you know, they announced the Masafriyat as a closed military zone and there's a people who's living in this area and they didn't have the right even to announce because there are the people who's living in and this is like a threat on the people to be killed because this is a very dangerous thing on the people. So this like what they announced as a closed military zone is an excuse in order to evacuate the Palestinians from their lands, from their villages, from their, their, their own villages. He's like, even imagine that he's saying that, that we reached like 2022 and until now there is the fighting and the, the, eviction, the eviction, you know. This is like, like at least we, when we want to imagine the future, it should be a good future, not a bad future. So he just want to have like an days that uh, in the past there is no occupation no harassment no threats nothing so he's like just hoping to, from all of this violation to stop and from the israeli occupation forces to go out and to take the settlers and the settlement to, to take it out and this is what he mean you know i just he mentioned something and i mentioned from me just to give them the real idea from. so is it possible to say a bit more about like if you remember before the firing zone, what it was like growing up here, and could you expand a bit more on what the conditions were like, how it felt in those times? If you can talk about your childhood,你们那个时候，你们那个时候，你们那个时候，你们那个时候，你们那个时候，你们那个时候，你们那个时候，你们那个时候，你们那个时候，你们那个时候，你们那个时候，你们那个时候，你们那个时候，你们那个时
وكانت يعني ايام الطفوله هان لا في خوف ولا في عندنا كانش ولا مستوطن كان وضع عندنا الف الف بقينا مبسوطين وعند حياه يعني ولا احلى من هيك من بعد ما اجت اول مستوطنات ونزل هانا وصارت المشاكل وتغير كل الوضع كل الامان اللي كنا عايشينه كله راح هدر اليوم ما بتقدر تطلع من باب الدار وبتبقى مأمن أو حتى الأولاد لما نروح على المدرسة اليوم بروح على التواني لكن إحنا بقينا نروح عيطة ونروح نلعب ونروح نلعب ما في إيش نخاف منه لا في الطريق ولا في الروحة ولا في الجاي اليوم أولادنا بقروا في مدرسة التواني بيننا وبين التواني قديش كيلو متر وهم رايحين وإحنا خايفين عليهم وهم مروحين وإحنا خايفين عليهم يعني ما فيش أمان لحد التواني بس من يوم بروحوا طلابنا لما يرجعوا واحنا بنعمل ست سو هي بورن ان فقره فيلج اند هيز بيوتيفول مومنت ان هيز لايف وين هو از تشايلد بيكوز ذير واز نو فير ناثينج تو كير اباوت يو هاف از لايك فاني هي جو تو ستادي ان يوتا ووكينج افري داي لونج لايك وان اور اند باك اند ذيس لايك تشوز هاو ان ذا باست واز ايفن افري ثينج واز يو كان جو وير يو وونت Whatever you, whatever you can go, and your, your parents will not be worried about you because there is nothing or any threats on you. So they said, like, this is the best days that I have lived in. Now, today, like, after he grows up and all of these threats came and all of the occupation started to harass the Palestinian, even, you know, now the, the, his children, now they are studying in, in 20 village, and even imagine that how is the... Uh, distance between here and Tuan, just one kilometer, and they send their children in the morning, and you know they feel the feet, the worries about them. You know they just come to ten until you know to to take them to the school and to come back, because there is no safety. There is a satellite that can attack them, or they have threat. They have like threats, and you, your children, you cannot like uh, put them in any anywhere. So, like he said, like there is a, big, a very big distance between the past and today. Is it possible to just say, like, how many children live in the village, and you know what it's like for them growing up here? We've met a lot of the kids, and they're really amazing and very funny and very friendly. So they've really welcomed us as guests very, very well, and I really thank them for that. I was wondering if you could talk a bit about what it might be like for them. بروح على المدرسة وهم برضو يعني لأن الأطفال حتى هم استقبلوهم بطريقة جيدة وشكروك على الشهادة فبدهم يعني كيف تشرحون يعني على الأطفال كيف يعني كيف بحسوا ومرايحين جايين هم يعني بروحين الأب التالي بيجوا يعني كيف كيف أنتم بتحسوا يعني بالنسبة لهم كيف هم عايشين بالنسبة يعني كيف الأولاد كمان بشوفوها الحياة هذه حتى لما يجي الجيش هو مارق يعني من عند الدار يعني تشرحنا كيف عن حياة حياة الأطفال البسيطة حياة الأطفال ما بقول لك اليوم الأطفال اليوم إحنا كنا الوقت اللي الماضي وإحنا أطفال بقينا في أمان وين ما بدنا نروح ونيجي ما حكينا بس الأطفال تبعين اليوم أول ما بدك تقول له يلا قوم عشان تروح على المدرسة بقول لك بيجوا المستوطنين بلاقين الجيش ما فيش شيء تروح تقف توصله لما بروح أي حركة للجيش أي حركة للمستوطنين بتلقى الولد الصغير اللي هو الطفل متبع معهم أكثر من الكبار يا باج الجيش يا باي المستوطن يا باجونا يا با... يعني حياتهم بس كلها شو اجى وراح الجيش اجى المستوطن 
ياب يعني بعد ما صارت المشكله تبعت المفقره يعني عده مرات لما يمرق المستوطنين من هان يجون الاولاد الصغار يقول يابا بدهم يسوي فينا زين الاول يعني بدهم يضربوا علينا احجار زي ما ضربوا علينا في الاول يقول لهم لا يابا لا ولا حاجه الوضع العيني غير وعمرهم مش بيضربوا علينا لما تهدي الوضع الولد ويوم يوم بنشرح للاولاد وبنهدي في الاولاد على اساس ما يضلش عندهم الرعب والخوف اللي يقدروا يعيشوا حياتهم ويعيشوا زي باقي اطفال العالم في امان وحريه الطفل لكن احنا ما فيش عندنا حريه للطفل ولا عندنا امان للطفل مثل باقي اطفال الدول العالم كله. So he said like these children born under the risk under the occupation and uh, even he said when you want to work them for a school to go he said like refuse sometimes because maybe they will settle or will meet them in the road and they will attack them. So they used to go with them to take them to school and back so they're like routine these children like while they're playing up they, when they see an army or settler they just run to his father and they said there's an army or settler maybe they, they will do it for us they will attack us they said no just don't worry so the last time just I want to add he had that once it happened and uh, really as you can, you can say a massacre here the very big huge number of the settlers from the legal outposts of Khavatmaun and Abigail they gathered and they attacked they attack this village Brutally, and the army were with them. Even they were, uh, the army were uh, like saving them, you know, and protecting them. They were having guns. They were throwing uh, stones on the houses. And there was uh, one child who was injured in his in his his head. He was sleeping, and there's one big stone. He was it was like in his head, so he was hospitalized. And even that, there was no justice in that day. You know, the the cars were burned and the houses were destroyed. And after that, every child here was having a very very big problems with his psychological thing. So. He was even after that when he want to go when he see a settler or a group of army he will just ask his father they will do the same thing what what they have they did in the last year or something like that so this like also that the families they are just taking care of the children to not like to to get this fear out of them and you know to resist as they resist during their life and you know he just he just want his children and other children in the community to have their rights as other children in the world that they are having the safety. All of his right as right of education to go to school safe, not like face the checkpoints, not have to have like the injustice, the attacks. So he just hoped to his children to have uh, his all of his their rights as other children in the world. I'm really sorry to hear about the attack. It's absolutely horrible, and especially a child being injured is completely unforgivable and really disgusting. I was wondering if there was anything else that you wanted to share and also if you wanted to say anything about about or for international people coming here about why they should come and if there's any other message to give to the people who might be listening. طيف اي شيء بعدين اول حاجه انا بشكرهم على المجهود اللي بيسووه معانا وهم في حاله ما بيكونوا موجودين معنا بيعطونا الامان يعني انا لو اكون سارح مع غنمي ويجوا يمشوا معي ايوه بحس انه في معي ناس لو صار علي شيء يقف معي وببقى انا ماشي بامان بس لما اكون لحالي بدون ما يكونوا معي بكون انا ما فيش عندي امان ولا متطمن لكن انا بشكرهم وكل احترام لهم اللي جايين ومتضامنين معنا وواقفين معانا في اي شيء نروحنا نسرح نروحنا نحرث نروحنا وين ما نروح في مناطق خطرة للمستوطنين بكونوا ماشيين ومتبعين معانا على أي إشي بصير 
وبعطونا الامان احنا بنبقى ماشيين والله بكل امان وهم معنا وكمان قالها المستوطن نهار هددنا اذا بترج ارجعوا اذا انتم زلام ارجعوا بس ما تجيبوا هذول معكم سو هيز هيز فيري جريتفول فور ذا بريزنس هير اند هيز فيري ثانكس فور اول ايفورتس ذات دي دو ذات دي كيم تو بي سولدرت وذ ذا بيبول اند فور اكزامبل لايك ديورينج هيز جون تو شيبردينج ات ليست هي فيل سم بيبول ذات ذي ار ستاندينج وذ ذيم ذير ستيل سم بيبول هو ريلي كير اباوت ذا كيس اوف ذا بيرسين كيس ذات that all of the violations that happens against them and even how like to show how the international presence is important is uh, for example it happens when they one time is one settler he was going to attack them but there was international people with them and they said for them come tomorrow without these people you know as you just want to attack them and beat them so we know that Kala Aldava is facing eviction at the moment imminently and we're just wondering if they're evicted Does that mean that this village also will be next? Is it that this village will then be evicted as well? Uh, واحنا بنقول ان شاء الله لا انه ما بصير ولا بصلوا لهذيك الدرجه انهم يهدوا منطقه خلت الضبع لانه لو فسلوا وهدوا خلت الضبع بكون خطر كبير على مسافر يطه كلها اذا فتحوا المجال ومشت وهدوا القريه هذه بكل امان ما صارش اي شيء سهل عليهم يستلموهن خربي خربي لما ينظفوا مسافر يطه So he's saying he hope not to to evict the 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 village, but he said if they will evict the people and demolish everything there, they will they will not just on this village, they will go all around the the same villages in Safariyata. So this will be a threat on all the people around in the community, and he hope not to happen this thing and to not and to have a big solidarity from everywhere from outside. Palestine or inside to stop all of this uh, eviction and ethnic cleansing that the Israeli occupation is done. Shukran, shukran. Hurry up, Palestine. Inshallah.